Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to the podcast, Red's Corner. My name is Aiden Reddington, and I have one goal in life, one burning desire, and that is the fact that I want to help people. I want to entirely change someone's life. And if it's through this podcast, if it's through actions I do in life, or if it's through anything else, I want to be able to close my eyes one day and know that I helped someone for the better, and then they went on to help someone else. Please listen all the way through. I love you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you so much. Please enjoy the episode. Ladies and gentlemen, take the risk. And let me sit and talk to you guys about risks because I feel like a lot of people see that as a negative word. You can see it as a negative word because let's say you do something that you don't normally do, you do something that might take you out of your comfort zone, or you do something that could cause potential damage to you or someone around you or something around you, whereas that's, that's a different definition. Here's risk. Risk is doing something that in the end will benefit you. And a lot of people don't believe that, and that's my definition. Here's, here's the truth. When you go out and take a risk, let's say this. Let's say you want to go invest $100 into five different stocks and they all plummet all five of them you lose your hundred dollars and you're upset because you just lost a hundred dollars that you could have had well you took a risk you learned that those five stocks you bought them either at the wrong time you didn't research them well enough or you didn't you didn't put in the proper effort to even know what was going on because they all crashed and you instantly lost your money See, a lot of people see that as a bad thing, but you just learned. You learned what's going on. You learned that you know what to do next time. You learned that you're not going to make those mistakes next time. You learned that. Now, let's say you put $100 in five different stocks, and two of them crash, and three of them go up $100 each, and you cash out. You make money. You learned last time, so you got better. And then you do it again. You put $1,000 in five stocks, and each one of those stocks in the next five years makes 10000 each because you did your research. You learned from your mistakes, and you knew what was going on. Taking the risk is never going to be bad for you. It will never be bad for you. Taking the risk is either going to work out in the beginning, unlikely, or things are going to go not perfect, but you're going to learn from it. Usually the kind of risks where things go well are the things that you've been working on and being patient on for a while and then you go ahead and take the risk because you've done a lot of the research but if you go ahead and mindlessly take the risk and you want to learn from experience that is how that happens risk is seen as such a negative word and i need you guys to realize that it needs to be positive it needs to be a word that we see and we want to take those it needs to be a word that we see and we just want it to be a part of our lives you see All our dreams, all our hopes, and all our goals are on the other side of fear. And that bridge connecting between the fear and all of our hopes and dreams and goals is risk. Going over that bridge, taking the risk to pass through the fear, go over that bridge and get to where we need to be. Yes, it's going to be hard. Yes, we're going to be upset at some times. It's going to be grueling, painful. We're going to feel the pain. But we got to know. We got to know what we're getting ourselves into. And I have some quotes for you guys, per usual. Only those who will risk going too far can possibly find out how far one can go. Only those who will risk going too far can possibly find out how far one can go. Think of it like this. Someone one day set out 
to go run 100 miles. Maybe they reached 68, but no one had ever run 68 miles before, which then inspires another person. He wants to try it. He runs 78. And then he inspires uh, a woman, and she goes out and runs 92, who inspires another woman who can only run 71, who then inspires someone to run 100. It's because every single one of those person, people, took a risk, and they made it. And think of it like this. Their highest mileage is right around those numbers that I listed. It would be nowhere near that if they didn't even set out on that journey. It, it, it goes with the quote, if you reach for the stars, do it. Reach for the stars, because if you can't grab it, either you brushed past it and landed on the moon and then stopped, or you took one more leap off the moon and caught that damn star. Either way, you're way farther away from Earth. You're way farther away from when you started. That's what's important. That's vital. A person who is not courageous enough to take risks will accomplish nothing in life. Nothing. Everything we do, even on a minuscule level, takes a risk. We risk going outside and driving to work. That's a risk. You could get in an accident. It's no different than putting a thousand bucks into stocks. And here's another way I look at it. Some people make the same amount of money as you. Let's say you make 800 bucks a week. And let's say you can use 200 of that weekly after bills. This is just theoretical. See, person A takes that money and parties, buys stuff they don't need, materialistic parties, spends it on drinks, uh, wastes it on things that they won't use ever again or remember ever again. And person B, in my opinion, the smarter person that actually wants to take the right risks, prepares for the right future, and has real hopes and dreams, invests that money, goes out and buys books, goes and gets a massage, uses it for a yoga class, uses it to go to a a real estate workshop to learn about real estate. They use it to their advantage and they use that money to benefit them in the future. Whereas this person just keeps using that money and it's fun for both of them. Go ahead, have fun on both sides. We can have opinions on who is right here. That's not what matters. What matters is who used their money for what and what kind of person are you going to be? What's fun for you? What are you willing to sacrifice? What risk are you willing to take to put, per, to put yourself aside if you're person A to go to person B? And I don't know why person B would go to person A, honestly. If you're smart with your money, keep being smart with your money. I just think that I should be, I, me, you, anyone, we, they, anyone, should feel comfortable investing $50 a week if they feel comfortable eating out for $50 a week. Split that in half. Go eat out for $25 a week and invest for $25 a week. If you're willing to party every weekend for 100 bucks, heck, split that in half and party for 50 You're not going to remember the parties, but you are going to be proud of everything you saved, everything you did, everything you learned, everything you set aside to be great. It's about taking the risks. Sometimes the biggest risks are those we take with our hearts. So sometimes, like I said, a risk is going outside, driving to the airport, getting on an airplane and flying to another country. You're risking your plane crashing down. You're risking a crash on the way to the airport. Those are minuscule. That usually doesn't happen. But the real big risks come from the heart. The real big risks are when we get uncomfortable putting ourselves into a new situation to learn and try something new. For example, let's say you don't normally eat 
fish. But you go and you take a risk and you go ahead and try it. And you don't like it the first time. But a couple weeks later, you get fish again and then you like it that time. Five years later, you were eating fish all the time and you couldn't be more happy that the younger version of yourself tried fish and just kept trying it until you adapted to the flavor and caught the taste and loved it. That's just a food example. That's because food, I mean, we got to love food. The love for food really does come from our hearts. But another one would be your passion. Let's say you went to college to be in business. You just did some business degree out of high school because in college you didn't really know what you wanted to do and you felt rushed, you felt pressured, and you just went ahead and did it. But your true passion is art. Your true passion is helping people. Your true passion is making a clothing brand. Your true passion is designing the next sports drink. Your true passion is, is being a whiteboard designer. I don't know, but you have a passion. Taking that risk from the heart would be to completely ignore where your degree is going to get you and to follow that passion. Your business degree might get you a job in art, but really if you want to follow that passion with art, you're going to take your art, put it out there for free, make art for people for free. If you want to help people, you're going to speak for free. You're going to put your best stuff out there for free. You're going to write courses and eBooks for free. And if you want to make the best whiteboard ever, you're going to give your whiteboard design, your whiteboard prototype to a million people for free because then they're going to promote it and that's where the customers come from. You're going to leverage what you can from your passion while taking the risk, overcoming the foggy fear, crossing the bridge of risk and coming over to the glorious and beautiful side, the green trees, butterflies in the air, fresh air where your dreams, goals, and happiness lie. If you are not willing to risk the unusual, you will have to settle for the ordinary. I mean, who here really wants to be ordinary? Do you just want to be boring? Do you want to do the same thing every single day that you hate? Do you want to get up and dread having to go somewhere? And then on the way home, you dread going home because you don't want to be at home either to then go to bed dreading the next day and repeating that cycle for the rest of the week, the rest of the month, the rest of the year and the rest of your life? Is that something you truly want to do? Or do you want to spend the next 10 days taking different risks, learning new things, and really getting out of your comfort zone to completely change and alter the course of your future? You have that decision, and you have that power. I feel like a lot of us don't know or believe or think they have that power. They limit themselves. They put some kind of dampener on themselves I can't do that. I'm not meant for that. Yeah, I love it, but I can't make a career out of that. I'm not sure if this guy listens to my podcast, but he texted me and said he didn't know what the fuck he was going to do outside of college. The first question I asked him was, what do you love? He said, skating. I said, make that your life. And he said he didn't know how to. I told him to figure out and I'm going to watch him. That's just where my passion comes from. I want to help people do what they love in life. So when high school graduation time comes around, I'm going to reach out to him and say, hey, Let's find a way for you to make a life out of skating. I truly believe you can do it, but that's not going to do much. I can only take you so far. It's you believing it. If you love making cakes, I mean, have you seen the show Cake Boss? That should just be your clear answer there. If you want to design the next computer, well then hell, there's your computer science classes. If you love computers, if you love technology, your passion has a spot in the world. Trust me. It really does. And whatever you love, truly make an example out of that. Put it in your mind and just go for it. The risk. 
Here's a short one. Take the risk or lose the chance. It's basic. It's still the beginning of the year, people. It's day three of 2020. You have so many opportunities ahead of you. Over 300 opportunities lie in front of you for 2020. Well over 300. Well over. You have an opportunity every day to do something great. You have an opportunity. You basically have three grand opportunities every day. Your health, your future, and others. Your health, you can work out. You can eat healthier. You can be more positive mindset. You can increase your body, just how much you love yourself, your health. Others, you can help people, donate. Be around your family more, your friends more, and just really love and cherish what you have. And then with your future, you can work on things you love, or you can sit and ignore your problems, drink, whatever, watch Netflix all day. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but if you are watching Netflix or just sitting around watching reality TV all day, sitting around on Facebook all day, and not following or leveraging your dreams, that's, that's the mistake. You can work on your dreams and still watch two hours of Netflix. Trust me, you can. But then you can't complain. If you're fully 24-7 working on your dreams and nothing's happening, you can complain. But no one can do that. But if you're working on your dreams and you're setting aside four hours a night for Netflix, six hours a night for Netflix, and you're complaining, you're making a big deal about it, you're making a fuss about it to your family, shut up. Take an hour away every night. Take an hour away until Netflix is gone. Work on your dreams, get settled, put an hour back. Then you'll really notice. And if you love what you do, you shouldn't even really want to get away from it. The reason you're on Netflix for those four hours is because you probably do not know and you're probably not doing what you love. You have some searching to do. You have some reading to do, some podcasts to listen to. I don't care if it's mine. I don't care if it's Gary Vaynerchuk's. I don't care if it's Ryan Stuman's. I don't care if it's your mom's. But you have a book or podcast out there for you to listen to. I recommend How to Win Friends and Influence People. I recommend Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And if you're an adult and you consider yourself a failure, I recommend The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. If you're a teenager, I don't recommend The Subtle Art because it's not meant for us. We haven't failed yet, big time. And if you're an adult who's failed big time and you're listening to this and you have a problem with it, buddy, go read the book. (laughs) That's what I have for that one. In order to succeed, your desire for success should be greater than your fear of failure. I read something in a book today about track. This runner was super sick. He said his legs felt like jello. He didn't feel well. He wasn't excited for the race. He just got on the line and was like, I'm going to do the best I can. It was a 1600. During the warm up, he still felt uneasy and he just got on the line and he said he felt just a two second remembrance of a conversation he had with a pro runner and the pro runner said that there even even if you have to lie to yourself at that moment there is no place i'd rather be than on that start line there is no place i'd rather be than to be competing with others on that start line and he used that he said there's no place i'd rather be than here i've done everything i can to be here i work my butt off to be here and i love what i do to be here and so he thought that and he dropped his fastest time ever, recording one of the fastest times in America, or it was Colorado, not too sure, but that's still very impressive, at altitude. 
Whether those statistics mean anything to you, what should mean something to you is the desire to overcome that fear and just love what you, the, the desire to love and have that success for what you truly love and are truly passionate about. I have one more quote. If you want it, go for it. Take a risk. Don't always play it safe or you'll die wondering. I made a podcast episode once about questions and I'm going to make another one because I want to go more in depth about it. But if you have a question and you don't ask it, it'll sit with you forever. At first, it'll be in your upfront mind and your conscious, and then it'll drop to your subconscious, and there's nothing you can do about it. But guys, that's what I got for you today. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the podcast. Don't forget my four kind of points that I've got for you guys every single day. And number one is the fact that you are your biggest and best, utmost supporter Number two is that you should just go smile in the mirror every day. Smile in front of your phone. Smile in the reflection of some water. I don't really care how you do it. Also, guys, patience. Work hard through the patience and remember the bigger picture through patience because if you can be patient, it will come. And if you can work hard through the patience, it 100% will come. And lastly, and this is kind of what today's episode was about, is be passionate. Do what you love. Be with the people you love. Live the life you love. And I promise you, when you close your eyes one last time one day, in the end, you will have no regrets and die very happy. Again, thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate it, and I will catch you guys tomorrow. Thank you. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode of the podcast. I'm just super excited to present you guys with the next 365 days of just episode after episode after episode with great advice, great moments, and maybe some happy or sad moments, but we're going to get through this year together. We're going to make it through the tough times together. We're going to go through the happy times together. I want you guys to know that I am here for you. I can help you guys out. And maybe I can help someone out that you know. Just share this around. Put the message out there. If this episode helped you, it'll definitely help someone you know. All right, guys? Thank you so much again for listening. I love you guys. Have a great day. Peace out.